Hi, this is Gabriela. And this is Brandy. Welcome to Budgasep. How you doing? Me or the people? Both. The answer is yes. <laughs> I'm doing good. Awesome. Yes. It's been a while. Actually, it hasn't been that long. No, no, I don't like remember. Two, two weeks? Two weeks, I think. Maybe cautiously optimistic and say it's No, only it wasn't two. as long as the last time. It was like almost two months. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Maybe three. Be- three weeks? Maybe. Yeah, so maybe it's going to get harder now Then I'm going to start my summer class. Yeah. Yeah. So? So, how you doing? Well... We did next last time, right? Yes. Well, I went to the movies and saw Jurassic Park. Oh, I want to watch it because I like the first one. Awesome. Cool. Not my thing. Yeah. I went because one boy wanted me to watch it. But also, I love movie theater popcorn, so yeah. it really wasn't a hard sell Almost for me. was a trip. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I want to go to the movies. Yeah. I, I was fighting sleep. But... Mm-hmm. He was going off about this Barbasol can bit, which is apparently like important in the first Jurassic Park. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. What did I have? Like the jeans or something? And he's like, like oh, how'd you know? And I was like, because I just, I just read his book <laughs> and that is exactly what happened in the beginning yes, of the uh-huh. book. And I'm trying to tell you this and you're not paying attention. Yeah. And he's like, oh. Like he was trying to tell me like, <laughs> as if it was like this big revelation. Like I was going to be so surprised. Yeah. I'm like. It was pretty fucking obvious, too, that he was like, here, I have all of these documents. You can restart, but I'm going to take this rusty old can. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, nothing's living in that thing, but sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ow. Ooh. Yeah. That reverberated. That what? I just hit the table and was like, <laughs> boom. I didn't hear it. Yeah, anywho, so, I mean, that's that's something interesting that happened in the interim. Yeah, I didn't. We had, like, what, Father's Day? Yeah. What else did we have in between? A couple 90 degree days. Yeah. I, w- I went to the beach a couple of times. I almost melted my face off. <laughs> I did not go to the beach. I'm scared of the sun. I know. I love the sun. Ugh. Um, oh, I texted you that I started watching, re-watching Mad Men. Oh, God. Oh, my God. And I texted you that I was loving the misogynist. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like the, you know what I like, the, why I like the first season? Because I like the development of the characters. Maybe we should start a different podcast where we just watch every episode <laughs> of Mad Men. I was telling my sister this weekend, I'm like, guess what I'm rewatching. And she's like, Mad, Mad Men. Man. I'm like, how you know? <laughs> and I'm like, but I'm not like rewatching everything. Like I have it in the background, but then I skip the parts that I'm like, I don't really like this part. So I will skip it. I sometimes even skip episodes. But I'm like, I like, I'm liking it. I am so happy for you. Thank you. I I'm, love a, I'm really you. enjoying it because I lately haven't watched like. Do you know anything. what I watched? What? Ninety Day Fiance. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Which one? There's so many. It's like nine seasons. I was watching. Yeah, no, I was watching the most recent season, season nine. Yeah. Because I haven't watched. I mean, I haven't watched any of my trash in a while, and uh, Tanya came over. And it was me, her, and my mom, and we haven't hung out together in a long time. So mm-hmm. I was like, hey, girls, what yeah. do you want to watch on TV? Yeah. And we were all like, 90 Day Fiance. 
Yeah. I mean, we should have watched the throwback. Like, get my red makeup back. Oh, that's the best. But no, we just, I, I was like, let's see like the new batch. Let's see what's happening now. I don't like this season. Yeah. I mean, it's all very like, it's it's reaching at this point. It's like, like are all you of them. getting married or are, are you just announcing your band? <laughs> I like them. I like them because they're just like fucking kids, whatever. But they, <sighs> because they don't aggravate me. The other ones aggravate me. Why? I only met those two couples. I only met um, the one that his ex-wife and her name are very similar. And then the the guy that's in that weird band with the yeah, Serbian one. one. Yeah. I I, there's this guy like the... Oh, I don't know. I don't know what he did. His name. I stopped watching it. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's like, a Venezuelan guy. I wa- yeah. Yeah. I saw exactly like one up ep- exactly one episode. I'm probably not gonna go back to it, but every now and then I like I like to watch the pillow talk episode. I love I enjoy it more yeah. now. Like yeah. I've been watching the pillow talk in sorry instead of the the entire like I'm dying. Usually I, I those make me laugh because I think they're dumb. They're like trash and you're not supposed to get mad when you're watching them. So yeah. I was getting angry, I'm like, this is not the point why I watch them. So I was watching the pillow talk. Shorter yeah. and they just make you laugh, and you get like the the good parts. You don't have to yeah. watch the when they outro and you have to watch the whole recap thing, and then they intro and you have to watch the whole mm. recap. I'm like Jesus Christ! I I've seen the scene 15 times before I actually see it. But I was watching it through my dad's Verizon account, and then yesterday I put in it's like your network is not. I'm like what? What? So I can't watch it anymore, even if I want to, because my dad took TLC out of his channels oh that makes me Damn. sad <laughs> i have like a thing you can sign into but sometimes it makes you re-sign in yeah and it's from my phone like it's you, you put your phone number to log in so uh, if it signed okay. you out you'd have to be like i sent you a code because it would go to my phone Ah, uh, okay 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 this one s- puts the code in the tv yeah this yeah. one's different like yeah. there's a like i don't know like sometimes it'll put a code on the tv but then mm-hmm. when i have to sign in like to it, I have to I have to actually put my number into the website, mm. and then the website sends me something. Or I don't know. It's very it's very easy yeah. when I'm in the room, okay. but if I'm not in the room, it's like it can be a little complicated. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, well, yeah, that's the end. Yeah. My dad, ninety days chronicle. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> yes, I think that's it. I don't have anything. Oh, and I'm starting summer classes. Yay. Yeah. I haven't even read the syllabus. Like, I don't want to know right now because I'm going to start panicking. Marketing. Intro to marketing, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm going to do a project for sure. I'm uh-huh. so bad at, like, like, maybe I have to, like, Is market something. Is this why you're something. rewatching Mad Men? I was thinking of that. I was like, did my brain do that on purpose? Mm-hmm. It was on your brain? Maybe. And yeah. I didn't pay attention to it. Mine, uh, I have a midterm coming up. In a week or so. Mm. Yeah. Oh, also, yesterday I fa- uh, discovered a Spanish, not a Spanish, Hispanic writer, author. Mm-hmm. I saw one of his movies on t- Netflix and I was like, I need to see his um, books. And they're like psychological thrillers. Mm-hmm. They're so good. I'm going to read them. What else? He's from Argentina. Wow. You're not going to say who it is? Uh, Guillermo Martinez. So the movie that I watched yesterday is called The Slow Death of Luciana something. Uh-huh. So it's this like I've young. I've heard of it. It's so good. 
it's like of course like another people are gonna like it but it's like a slow drama like, wow so it's definitely a gabriella movie yeah but i was like even me i was like oh my god even the end i was like oh my god it's so fucked up because like it's like that. this like person that doesn't look like this. It's like this character that is very contained anger, contained maliciousness. Is that a word? Yeah. And that's scary. And it's like good. And he's doing all of these things. There's no way to prove it. And just like fucking dying. You want me to tell you what he's doing? No. Okay. I don't know if you're going to watch it. But it's so good. And then I was looking at his. He has a book called the max oxford murders yeah i've I, heard of it me too but i didn't know it was from an hispanic author it was from me I neither said. yeah he has a couple like that and like that type of book and i'm like i'm done i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna i was trying to Is get the be a book club pick? oh you just had one yeah maybe it's gonna be a book uh podcast oh yeah i need to find i one. forgot i was like <laughs> oh we totally have a podcast <laughs> <laughs> we can, we can just it. choose to read it. <laughs> yeah, the movie's good. I was into it, and the and I also because I knew the the actors too, so I enjoyed it by myself. Nobody was criticizing how slow my movie was. Are you getting at me? <laughs> no, because even Alex, I put a movie the other day. He's like, this movie's weird. I'm like, yeah, it's slow. There's a lot of talking. He I was love like, it. did Brandy ask you to watch this? <laughs> I don't know. I like I like the talking. What was that movie you were watching that he was like, what the hell? I don't know. So many. The, he always is that about it. my There's movies. There's only been like two or three. Oh, no, I remember. It was the, the Lair of oh, the White Worm. Okay, yeah. Even me. I didn't I even mean, finish that. Yeah, that one was. I was like fast forward very fast to finish it. It was a good fucking movie. <laughs> Not my kind of movie. All right. Yeah, but I suffered through it and I got through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh huh. Okay, okay, okay. So should we start? <clears throat> so I did the summary. Because did you just play footsie with me? A little bit. Yeah. Um. So I did the summary because um, Brenda is still hoing, doing her hose face. Hose face? She's are you calling around. me a hoe? Yeah. You are <laughs> your hoe face still. So she has no time for anything. Excuse uh, me. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm getting an education. Yeah. 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 Yeah um okay so the document i watched a documentary and it's called the missing children and i think i got into it because of my instagram it showed up in my instagram they gave me like a little trailer and i'm like yes history <laughs> <laughs> that's how people get me <laughs> all right and they're like oh somebody died nobody knows how they died let me go watch it um so it's by Tanya Stefan from 2021. So the docu documentary talks about the tomb, mother, and baby home in Algway, Ireland. I remember. I remember. It's, it's Galway. Oh, uh, Galway. I remember why I know about this. I watched something for this. For, no, I was watching something for school. Uh-huh. Uh, in, in maybe even my first semester. <clears throat> And <clears throat> I don't remember what it was, but it had to do with like social determinants of health, blah, 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 blah. But we had to log into a, a portal for school, portal for school. Mm -hmm. And like this showed up after it. Mm, interesting. And I was I was watching. I don't know if it was this particular documentary, but mm -hmm. this popped up 
or maybe I googled something that I had watched for school and then like I, maybe I was on YouTube and then like something this popped up I mean it might not be this actual documentary well there's many uh, but it was documentaries this, this, of this kind of yeah things, but yeah. it was that it was this place oh Galway yeah tomb tomb mother and baby home it was yeah. there oh well, they, isn't that wild they did good marketing then I was like <laughs> I know I've heard of this before, <laughs> but I, I didn't. I don't think I watched this, so oh, okay, I'm, okay. I'm still very like. So it's like yeah. a docu series. It's like three episodes. I thought it was. Yeah, no, be... I watched like a, a 15 minute video. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so this particular ho particular home closed in 1961, and it was run by the Bon Secours nuns. That was good. I practiced. Yeah, <laughs> it's a French for good help. Um, there were nurses that helped. So this group of women, they were religious women. They were not nuns when they started because I read the story of these people. We need to do a video. Oh, why? Your face. You're like, <laughs> just so like righteous right now. You're like, they're not nuns. They're religious people. <laughs> because through, I like, I always question like this type of, um, when this happens in this Particularly like nuns. You're like, I want to see your license. <laughs> This is like the thing that I sent you yesterday. Oh, the little meme? <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> It's like Pisces be like. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I read like how they started. And it was just like a group of women that want nurses that wanted to help during wars. And especially, I think it started in the 1800s by this woman. I think it was her name was Josephine, something like that. And... They were just like a religious group. They were nuns. And they just kept helping and helping and helping. And they slowly became part of the church because they were getting religious women could not be just doing whatever they wanted. So they needed like a permission from somebody in the church. So the bishop of during that time was like, okay, you are going to help. And then slowly they started to become like, nuns but they really weren't nuns they didn't take ah. bows yeah because don't you have to like put on a dress yeah a whole and there's also two different kind of bows i read uh -huh. you take like the non bow you can the, the sister that's the simple that you're gonna do re religious work and through that that you're gonna go do other work uh-huh and that's what this group of women did okay. so this was like nuns I wanted because I seen other type of documentaries and I always ask like why this woman were given the responsibility of taking care of kids or girls because they were like um, very girl, young people that I mean women that were pregnant I'm like they didn't want to be with kids they literally want, didn't want to be around kids they didn't want to be married so now you have to take care of what you didn't want yeah So they, I think they were like forced to be motherly when they didn't want to be mothers. They want to be. Are you talking about the moms? Or are you talking about the, the nuns? Nurse, the nuns. The nuns. They just wanted to be nurses. Oh, okay, yeah. So even this they group. They thought they were doing like. Nursing job. What, what's the word I was looking for though? When you take a piece of your body off. It's a word everybody knows. I just can't think of it right now. Donations. I want to say extraction, but that's just because I'm in dental. When you're like, oh, I'm gonna Mule your arm. Mutilate. <laughs> Mutilate. No, what's the Separate. word? No, what's the word? 
What is that word? I don't know. You show him in your arm. You're not telling me the word that you want. You know, like they like float, like throw you down on the table. They like somebody hold them down. They make you drink alcohol, and then they're like, "Get ready!" And they start sawing off a limb. Like mutilate, mutilate. There's a word. I don't know. That's the word that I'm thinking. Fuck. That Co- is not the word. Well, shit. Just keep talking. I'll okay. think of it. Um, Amputation. Okay. What does that have to do with what I was saying? That's what they wanted to do. Like, they yeah, were like, oh, exactly. like we're ready Nurse. to be in the field and do and amputations or whatever. They were, the, this group of um, non Dakota calling nuns because that's how they call in their community and that's how people just finally started. I think, I don't think anybody's offended, Gabriella. You can just call them nuns. <laughs> That was me trying trying to get the difference. Um, So the nuns, they were very, very skilled nurses in the highest, um, how you call it, like the highest. Tier? Yes, they were. Um, So the bishop was like, okay, I'm going to give you permission to do whatever you want, but I'm going to tell you which job you're going to do. Okay, so they were like, okay, I'm done with you guys helping in the war with men, and you're going to go take care um, of orphanage. All right. And they later expanded to uh, different countries. They went to Ireland, England, USA, Scotland, Shad, I think it's Africa, mm-hmm. Peru, and Tanzania. Awesome. Yeah. Can we pause? Yes. So after that, they separated um, like years later, not, not years later, like presently, they separated from that taking care of like doing non-work into like healthcare. Uh-huh. So now they go t- into other countries and join the country's healthcare system. So they run healthcare systems. What the fuck? Private Catholic healthcare systems. Wait, these nuns? Yes, they're still open. They still exist. This is insane. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, so from 1922 to 1988, 57 children passed through the institutions in Ireland. Well, it says 1998. In 1998. Okay. Yeah. Um, so 57 children that's, passed that's, through that's institutions. That's significant. So yes. And not only like mo- like homes, like workhouses and all of that type of house. Yeah. You, you don't know the story about all those things. Like laundries. They also had laundries and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, there's records that say 9,000 children and infants die, uh-huh. but there's no burial records. Interesting. So they don't know what their remains are and if they really died. Where would they be going if they didn't They die? could have been ad- adopted. Oh. But they will tell the family, the moms that they died. Oh. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. So the homes were like this, like big properties because they were old. So there's some, in particular, this home that, tomb it was built for the time of the famine mm-hmm. famine, famine? Yeah. No. and they were taking care of people that were dying they didn't have food they took in kids that they were just coming to die and that's what people thought that was happening so people that were growing up as kids they always thought they were just taking care of like kids that family gave up like orphans they didn't know that they were like girls that were having sex out of luck even the one that were raped were taken there to have the kids and so 
they were like this one in particular was in the middle of the town and it was yeah, a huge in the documentary thing. like yeah. they show it yeah and it's like these stone walls like yeah. super big so it's, it's like a huge like mall in the middle of this town i look i, I keep saying the documentary i i the, watched a video yeah yeah, yeah. The video that I did I not watch a documentary <laughs> like as you did. So the people that were in this in the homes, they had no contact with the people on the outside. Nobody heard them. Nobody saw them. The kids did go to the same local schools, but they were like intentionally separated from the other kids. How? You were not allowed to play. They usually will be um, sit in the back. Oh, okay. Because they were marked of like out of wedlock kids they were illegitimate kids so it was like so a, they had to wear a star something almost the way they were dressed they were very skinny and i don't mean that as like a shitty joke i'm no, saying yeah like, they is it yeah. a literal mark they, no they were like physically they looked okay, like you all could just this tell. you could just tell that this the the oh, they were starving yeah and so they didn't social even when they were playing kids never went and played with it they played with themselves and um i lost i lost my turn of talk sorry um so during that time in ireland because they set out to become like this moral catholic pure country because this is how they were gonna gain independence okay so it's like let's be this to gain independence so birth control was banned Abortion was illegal, and I put legal here. Wow. Um, that hurts right now. Right. Uh, there was no welfare for support for the unmarried moms, and the sex was like, out of marriage, was like the worst sin that you have you can commit. Worse than rape and murder. Jeez. And the rape was always the girl's fault. Yeah, absolutely. Any sexual assault like that. Yeah, of course. Uh, so there was this woman that she remembered the kids away from the home. And she used to see them like walking to school and from school. And she said like uh, growing up, her mom was born out of wedlock. And her mom only told her when she was dying. And she kind of that stuck with her. And she started thinking about all of that. And then she started looking into the history of the town. And chief, um, during that time in the 70s, some kids were playing and they went over the wall. They jumped the wall where the home was and they fell into a hole and they realized they were like kids remain. Yeah, they showed that in the thing. So, well, oh, wow. OK, I got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like such an idiot. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so they were like, okay, we're going to investigate. And they were like, okay, after the investigation, we determined these are like famine times remain of the kids that took during that time. Uh, so a priest came and like blessed the bones and they just put a, a thing on it and like forgot about it. Okay. Uh, so she was like, she felt more like, I need to look more into this. So she, I think she bought out their certificates i think you can take them from the public record or whatever yeah, she explained yeah, the yeah, process yeah. but i don't think i have yeah. to go into it so she found 796 death certificate of children and infants that died in the home when they were taking mom and ba- um 
when they when it was a mother and baby home and and it, it was that area where the kids were playing but they, she was like there's records of their death but there's no records of where they were buried so she was like where are the kids um and one thing they were questioning is like the nuns were known to be very meticulous to the record. They would record every little thing. And she was kind of asking why there's no record. something. Yes. And but the thing is, they were, they were, they were not giving her answers. Right. They were like, because I think what happens with the asking the why's in this situation is like you're questioning the church. Yeah. And the church and the state are very, very intertwined in Ireland. Like a lot. Yeah. Um, I keep hitting. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I really don't actually know. But, yeah. I mean, it sounds plausible. Yeah. I see in documentaries and they are. They have nothing to do with us. But yeah. They, yeah. No, I totally, I feel you. Uh, so she found. I just didn't want my yeah to sound like, yeah, I know what you mean. I really have no idea <laughs> It should be mean. in my video. <laughs> yeah. In my documentary, they didn't talk about this at all. So when they closed the home, they tore it down and they built, um, um, not projects. There's a playground? A, a playground, but they also like uh, housing around it. Yeah. So she couldn't see like where was anything. So she went back and found the maps, like the old maps. And then she drew and she put it on top of what exists. And she says that exactly where the kids will be. It's like the, it was the yard of the home yeah so in 2014 a journalist find what she's doing and the news broke in ireland about the discovery that she made and so a lot of the survivors of the home meaning people that live in the homes and they later came to be adopted foster or whatever it started to like come out with their stories and they were saying they started to say like all of their moms were made to leave the home and they need they couldn't take the kids they needed to sign out their rights after they before they left oh. and they never saw their moms again they said that they starved to death like uh, at night kids were like crying because they were hungry crying because they wanted to see their moms and they were not allowed to play they never play they just sat down and the just fuck? the nuns would just stare at them and they couldn't move they couldn't do anything they can like walk the the whole way back and forth but then they were not even allowed to be outside because their kids are going to be hurt because if the kids play outside people are going to start wondering why there's so many kids in the home yeah and when the home closed they found a room just full of toys that people have donated to the home and they never saw them they were never open ah um I don't know because they were. I think the nuns were mad. They were like, "We just want to be nurses. We don't want to be in a daycare." <laughs> I mean, like, I, I'm not crazy about kids either, but I wouldn't be like, "I'm gonna deny you any kind of fun" because I'm so bitter. I think this moment were very bitter. Yeah, and I that is something that I would like to know. How can you look at a little kid and be like, "I'm so angry. I want to make you miserable." Actually, that was like me every day at work. So. <laughs> um, so the children of the mom that were made to leave, they wanted to answer. They wanted information like, where's my mom? Who am I? Like all of that. And like how they say throughout the 
the documentary is like they were taking the right of identity. They needed to know who they were and they were taking that away from them. So in 2015, then the government launches an investigation um, to find information between 1922 and 1948 or of only 14 institutions. Okay. But in total, 84,000's mother were incarcerated in 44 institutions. Okay. So there's a lot of people, a lot of institutions, a lot of information, a lot of kids, a lot of moms (laughs) to investigate and to look into. So after me, I'm exhausted. (laughs) That was so much. I know. And I didn't want to put it on numbers, but I wanted to put like those big numbers. Like they're like 44 institutions. Yeah. Is Ireland big? No, no. Okay. Because that's like not particularly, and there's a lot of countryside. Yes, a lot of countryside. Uh, so in 2016, they started the excavation. I mean, like it's big, like by European standards, I would say. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if it would even be big by European standards because there's some big countries over there. But like for us in the mm, United yeah. States, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like it fits inside. I, I, I would say like to go from. We were close to the closer to the bottom of Ireland, and we wanted to drive up to like almost the border, and it, it was going to be like a four and a half hour drive. Oh, okay. Of Southern Ireland, not the entire island of Ireland. Mm, okay. So it didn't include Northern Ireland. Okay. Thank you. Just for like a. You're just showing off because you went to Ireland. No. Yes, you are. Twice. Twice. <laughs> I mean, like. That was a long drive. <laughs> I was going to burp. Okay. So in 2016, they started the excavation just to see if there were remains only there. Only. They were like, we're not taking every, anything out. We're just going to see if it's true. There are remains there. So what they were excavating was a old sewage system uh-huh. from the Victoria times. Uh huh. So they had twenty chambers, and they were like two feet, six feet deep. Where are you reading this from? The the notes. The same notes I'm looking at. Yeah. Work. <laughs> I don't know. Like, am I am I in the wrong? Sp- I'm in the wrong spot. Got oh, okay. it. Okay. I'm like, geez, you memorized this. That's so impressive. When you're like, you're, like getting all these numbers out, I was like, how the fuck does she know this? Anyway, I'm, 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 I'm here with you. Okay, so there's like very deep and just it's just like again like stone walls things that go down. What do you think it smelled like? I they didn't say the archaeologists. Ah, I think maybe I mean, like muddy. It had been a while. Humid. So it was probably just like must. Yes. Dead. Um, so they did take pictures and they found remains of infants and children. Uh, they say it was very hard to take the pictures because it was covered. They said they're very well kept. They were saying like maybe the, the environment humi- preserved the remains very well. Uh, they took... Um, remains like more than skeletons? Oh, uh, yeah, because there were shoes. They oh. showed a picture of shoes. Uh, like a hand. Fuck off. 
Like to have like little skulls. Like uh, this bone here. Stop. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's why I call it remains. Because they're like pieces. Yeah, no. I mean, I assumed they were pieces. But when you said remains, well preserved, I thought you meant like, you know, sometimes like in bogs uh, and stuff. Okay, I know what you mean. It'll keep like the, like even, the, like a lot more of the body yeah. tissues. So one thing with this a journalist that broke the news, she made a point. She was like, okay, they show how deep it was. So they were like, the only way that these nuns put the kids there is like just throwing them. They were not buried. They were just throwing kids into these chambers. How, how, how do you even access them? Um, um, they, when they, um, it's, it's like the excavation, it was like a few inches. It was right there over the like the grass and they just took some dirt because they took pictures of how but i mean like so was it something that there was just like an opening to that they could just yes. be like oh, drop it down the hatch yes it was just oh, opening there was okay. just like holes okay. i'm calling the chambers because they were like yeah in like together like i don't know how to explain it yeah so she was like just that detail is like how yeah and they These were like, were you bitter, are bitter, fucking bitches. You are intentionally just throwing babies, babies. in a hole. Disgusting. When you have the nuns, because they also say like, nuns die. And they had a huge burial site and they had stones. And after they moved the home, they closed the home, they excavated all of the nuns and took them to another place to be like, and they show pictures where they are. And they say even the amount they spent to move all the nuns. Some mm. of them are alive. Nah. -uh. Yeah. So um, when they did, um, they got the information of like the causes of that. They were saying that it was very questionable. I don't. They were saying that <clears throat> they record like contagious diseases, like measles and whoopee cough, and they wrote like malnutrition and starvation and they were like if you had food why, why are the these kids, are kids starving? dying of starvation they had like they had animals they had a huge vegetable like they were known for that and they were like you are skilled nurses and they were like women the mothers were not dying giving birth so you are a very skilled nurse to have yeah and why are the kids dying of these things that are very preventable? Hmm. So there were people from the state because they were given, the state is giving them money because they're working with the state to take care of these bad girls, I guess. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> and so there were like records of the inspections saying that like the condition of how the children were living and they even put the name of the kids and the condition like specific what was happening to the kids and those were ignored because there's like a woman that she knew that her mom went to there and she knew that her mom gave birth to two sons and she was sent there and she's like i have two brothers so she started looking for her brothers and she received a record of the inspection that names her two brothers the condition that her brothers so they were not covering up this isn't they, they have proof of how the kids were living hmm. 
So, like I said, like they didn't know exactly if they really like seven, like seven hundred ninety-six kids die because a lot of them were put to adoption. Yeah, uh, mostly in the United States, and they did it through Catholic Church. Um, so one of them, they they do interview a lot of the the people that were adopted in the United States, and they do find out their stories, and they find out that how you look physically if you were like a cute little girl a cute little boy you were marked for the united states and they they were marked and the, she said the way that the kids were marked is the only ones that were taking pictures off were the ones that were going to go to the united states oh um so they took picture of her she came to to united states um so i, I think i said like the moms yeah when they were pregnant. They stayed there for a year. It was like as punishment, they needed to work for the nuns. I keep trying to say nurses for the nuns, and also to breastfeed the baby. Yeah, and then exactly at one year, you needed to leave. Okay, and leave the, the baby. They were forced to leave. They didn't have. They couldn't stay. Even um, if they wanted to, even if they were having a great time, and they were taking care of all the kids, and the, kid, the nuns could just do whatever they wanted to do. Yeah. So I read one in. Um, because I learned a story of the woman that is, um, breaks the news. She says they had a woman that she left and she found a job in the same place. And every day for years she went to the home to ask for her boy. Oh. Yeah. That is so sad. And they would open the door and they would say not to her and they close the door. She was there every day for years. That is the saddest shit. Mm-hmm. So in 2018, the government didn't approve the full excavation to extract remains, saying that they needed a legislation because that has never happened in the country before. Okay. Um, so the excavation like area was closed only temporarily. To It was going to be the way that they closed it. It was only going to be safe for six months because the longer it remains the way that is kept, Mm-hmm. there's more contamination because you already open it. Yeah. Um, so it's been like since one, like two years since, because I think they did excavations at 16, so it's two years when they did this and they were like, um, their archaeologists and the medic- forensic people were saying like, you need to do it like close um, sooner because you're going to start losing DNA and all of that. Yeah. Um. So uh, when talking about the adoptions, there's a record that in 1950, 500 children and infants were brought to the United States um, by nurses, nuns, and priests. And they were, given, they were doing this with the permission of bishops. Okay. And it's estimated that 4,000 were sent in the United States in total. What's so, yelling at time? Yeah. So they have records yes, of 500, they but they believe it was more like 4,000? That is 500 only in 1950. Okay. 4,000, I think, in total. Okay. Um, so there was this Irish bishop that he, because the way they were doing the adoption with the agency, it was kind of like every, it was, they were doing it on their own way. Yeah. So the Irish bishop was like, I'm concerned that these kids are going to end up in a Protestant Mm-hmm. house they need to go to a catholic home i mean oh, this is what you worry about <laughs> like what the fuck you're dying of starvation huh so he's like we need to make more like set up a system more official system so he's like this is what we're gonna do 
we're going to make a paper that the moms are signing it. Okay. And another signature that I forgot. Oh, you're saying, okay. There's two documents. He's like, we need to show that we're not doing something, some illegal shit here. So we need ah. to make sure that the moms are willingly giving the rights out of the, the kids. Okay. Because now you're working outside the country with embassies, immigration staff, immigration people. So, so let's make it more official. Because Wasn't there the, something like this in called the midwife? It wasn't no, I'm it pre- wasn't like an Irish one, but there was. Oh no, but this existed everywhere. So yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure that. Happened. And there was something yeah, about they, like signing documents. Yes, yes, there's one like that. This one episode that she goes to the like unwed mothers. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Um, so it just became like a big group of like a big connection between all the institutions, like I said, like embassies, uh, church, and the adopter adoption agencies. Um, they liked the United States adopters because they were wi- more willing to give pay more. Oh. Um, so when they were waiting to finish up with the paperwork, they will send bills to the parents of oh. like, oh, she ate this, you know, and they were like, yes, yes, yes. It will, like a small fees here and there until the adoption was finalized. One woman, she had proof of how much um, her family spent. So she's like, my family spent $5,000 in the time. She was like, that is my that is my dad, what her dad used to make in a year. That's so much fucking money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were making money. So the journalist, like, they had a product. They brought up with their kids. They were moving these kids everywhere. They were selling kids. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Boy. This is uncomfortable. <laughs> so people that they were in the United States, they did found the moms. Mm-hmm. Some of them, um, but they, one of them, it was kind of sad, one of them, because she, her friend was like, she knew she was adopted, but she, like, she accepted it. She didn't question who was my parent. Like, she was fine with it. She never wanted to look. Um, but a friend was like, I'm going to look. Like she was like, can I have your permission? She was like, yeah. Like she was like, I said yes because I was like, she's never gonna find my mom. So after six years, she did find her mom. Huh. She sent a letter to her mom, and her mom was like, nobody knows what happened, and what, I, I want to keep it that way. So nobody she, knows what happened to her, like her husband and her new family, because oh, so nobody knows what happened to her, to like her the mom. mom. Yeah. Okay. And she's like, I don't, I don't so want So like, it. you need to stay gone. Okay. okay. Yeah. And she was like, okay, it's fine. Like she, she was like, it's hard to have the reaction, obviously. And then <clears throat> later on, 2019, the government as volunteers, survivors, or people that thought they had anything to do with that to do the DNA testing so they can start doing the DNA, um, give them information with the files that they had and this woman sent her dna she was like i wasn't expecting anything i was just doing the process just to find more information and a cousin found her oh and they were like we were like texting and all that and then she said that like after a while she was like i need to tell you she's like you have siblings oh in england and she lives in long island and she started talking to them. They interviewed them and they were super excited. They show a picture of the dad. She looks exactly like oh, her dad. Shit. It was crazy. And they came and they met and just they became like a family. Do you know what that reminds me of? No. 
That reminds me of the end of that movie when she meets the... The whole thing is leading up to her meeting the the sisters. And the mom was supposed to go, but she died or something. Mm, I don't know. It was like to China, I think. Oh, that they found that stuff like through social media or something? It was like this whole like long drawn out thing. And then in the end, you find out that like the the aunts were lying to her. And... Like, this is the, club? the mom had was it was it the joy luck club yeah and then in the end she meets her sisters yes that's the end of her oh my song. god that yeah. shit had me like in tears <laughs> uh, okay i'm like we did it we did an episode i'm gonna yeah. have to listen to it on the way home <laughs> to remind yourself <laughs> oh my god i was crying. that was a really hard summary yeah yes yeah Whew. um what happens to her at the end Oh, she has a happy ending, her, like finding her family from her dad, dad's side, which she said it was like the expectation for, to find her dad. It was like crazy because usually the dad would not even name anywhere. Yeah. It was just the like technology. You didn't now. know unless you found mom and mom and was mo- like willing to say. And one of the, most of them didn't know because yeah. they were like, oh, no, she just went to live and she went to school somewhere else. She was, I don't know. They like, were kids. They were yeah. like 16, 17. Yeah. So they, they they estimated that it will take 13 million. I don't know if it's euros. I think it will be euros because they took about euros the entire document. I'm gonna uh, say probably euros. Yeah, for the excavation, and the nuns were like, "Okay, we're gonna give you 2.5." Mm-hmm. And people were like, "Bitch, you guys have money." <laughs> um, Clearly. So after after those years, like people did receive information, but it was very limited. Like they received and they put, they were like, um, "Okay, thank you, but we need more." And they were like, "No." Oh. And so in 2020, after five years of investigation, the government announced that all the evidence that were gathered during that time were going to be sealed for 30 years. Uh-huh. And the human rights lawyer that she's in the documentary, she also were part of the commission to ask for the access of the information for the people that survived and the people that were adopted. Say that this is very common in Ireland when there's like abuse in the state in the church. That is um, just like a, a way to make it go away. Yeah. They're and like, hopefully in 30 years, nobody everybody will be dead. Exactly. The investigation co- cost i said cost then they then they set COVID off <laughs> that was they were perfect like, now people, timing now people will really fucking forget <laughs> perfect timing and so it cost 13 million dollars yeah for five years and they were like yeah we're not going to tell you what we found and we're going to put it away for three years Um, so the survivors after like the human rights, um, people were like, you are not doing your job. You need to grant these people the right to identity. And they were like, okay, I guess, uh, they only won because they're part of Europe and they're like, oh, well, you are not exercising this European data thing. That's why they were able to not Ireland law. You had to use the European law. That's epic. She's smart. The girl. I didn't even know that there was like <laughs> European law. Yeah, that they can surpass your group because you're part of the European Union. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's cool. Yeah, it is. 
So the survivors were granted access to the records, but the church commission, the legislation that they passed, um, they stated that all that information, all those record files, everything cannot be used in civil or criminal proceedings. Okay. So like, do not do shit to us because we're not going to give They're you like, money. fine, you can have it, but you can't use it. Exactly. Fucking bitches. Mm-hmm. And so in 2021, they did seal the records and they only made agent what the agency that the the official agencies like for example what the home officially had Mm -hmm. public yeah they never said they never they were explaining that the investigation wasn't like okay we're going to this like place and take everything that never happened some of the people that found information it was like through calling and calling and actually somebody doing their job and they will call back and they were like, I found this paper and they, where do you find it? In the basement, in this room that is like the back on the back of the back of this room. Yeah. That's how some of the people were able to get information because actually one person actually looked. Because they say it's like, there's so much records because nuns are nuns and they were good. Nothing. And can you imagine? Like that's thousands and thousands of kids. Yeah. And they're looking for one piece of paper. Yeah. Like, my God. Yeah. They're, that's what it's like. To they get were not burned or like died. Like the, there was a flood, anything. They're still there. Like when my friend was looking for her transcript from the high school, they recently rebuilt my high school. And so they had transferred all of the paper records to another building and it was during COVID, and so she was asking for her transcript, and the woman was like, I gotta be honest, it's gonna take a long time because somebody's gonna have to actually go to the building. She was like, I'm at home. She was like, somebody's gonna have to go to that building and, like, rifle through these boxes. Yeah. And we, I, and she was like, it, it's an immense job. Oh, my God. I just breathed so hard. And this was recent. Microphone. Can you imagine, like, years and years, yeah. stuff that you need to go I'm get? Like, why is it still on paper? Yeah, so hopefully nobody needs a transcript. Mm. So in 2021, last year, I already said that, sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the nuns, the bon secours, secours, Mm -hmm. (laughs) they did issue an apology. They said they they were sorry how the homes treated the kids and the mothers and how they buried. And I'm like, you didn't bury them. You just throw them in a hole. Mm hmm. That was me quoting the very word. Quotes. Yeah. And they do acknowledge that children die and that they fucked up. Um, they say that they're very limited to the information that they can give. Uh-huh. Because we, the, what they say is like when we close our home, we gave the state all the information. So we don't have anything. Right. That's what they say. Um, but they also say that do, they do believe that there's more graves around that yard right um they don't think that the death was falsified so if you think that there's 796 death they were like yeah those are the people the kids that were dead and people that's what people questioned Mm -hmm. because there's no record of the graves. um so and also the investigation that they made 
they say that they they think they officially can say that the home didn't profit from anything. Which is How? like exactly. Okay. Uh-huh. Um the government of Ireland says that they plan to recover the remains. That's all they say. What? Yeah. They say like we are going to do This makes no sense. Yeah, I know. Okay. Um they said like the commission that they started about this thing uh it was start it, it, at the beginning it was made to start like to regain trust to the state and i'm like you didn't do shit you just made a group that investigated something and you came back and you were like we found something but we're gonna seal it how people are gonna trust you i think i yelled yeah you got kind of close yeah so what it, it, they come up with is like like you keep like lying to these people huh you're like coming out saying something at the end you don't say shit this is insane. Yeah. Uh, they also say that the report... That it's so confusing. Yeah. So the report that, um, that they redacted... Uh, they didn't redacted. That they published after the investigation says that they sent, they sent it to the police and the police determined that there was insufficient evidence to start a criminal investigation. That there were no crimes committed. Right which is very questionable if you are saying that kids are starved to death under the supervision of... I mean, considering what they have, it, I feel like it would be very speculative. Unless some of those nuns are going to sit down and be like, I saw X, Y, and Z. Okay, and that's not going to happen. And that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so I And look- I don't think that... I don't think that a kid from that time could sit down and try to tell you. Like, it would be really hard. Um, so, in the, in the documentary, there were survivors and they talk about it. Uh, not just that. It's like, I think after so many years, the, your, your recollection okay. is only so trustworthy. Oh, yeah. Because it's like the church is saying and you, this little person, are saying that too. For anybody, for anybody, you can actually make up memories. Yes. I uh, yeah, I know. I know what you mean. So I mean it's it's tough for for either side for the kids to come and say something and for the nuns to come and say something, but I feel like if enough nuns said the same thing yeah. and like told on each other then maybe there could be something, but I, I don't there's probably a rule against it. There's probably a rule that they can use against it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like yeah, I I highly doubt there's enough evidence to Yeah. yeah then yeah. again, I I'm not a fucking lawyer at all because you saw that video and the video says that <laughs> no it, they didn't say anything kidding, in the I'm video kidding. i mean I'm, I'm i could be totally completely wrong i'm just saying from what i've heard mm-hmm. i don't it doesn't sound like something that would really hold up yeah yeah even though it's cruel as fuck and disgusting yeah. and that these people are not even trying to do that they, they're just asking like can you please give the information who's my mom what's my name that's literally what they're asking yeah. so do they know? Do they know one? Some of them did, yeah. So people that were asked... No, I mean, like, is that part of the record? Is they going to give you who your mom were and stuff? Is, is they, the if, name of their mom in the record? Yes. Okay. So you were given the name of your mom. So there's this guy, he lives in Boston, and he found out he was adopted. And he sends this DNA 
By the time he got his DNA 10 years later, when he started looking for his mom, he found out that his mom lived in Philadelphia. Huh. And he was like recently passed. Wow. By the time he was looking for her, she was alive. Yeah, but I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what he just like thinks about it. Like yeah, if he I knew mean, sooner and stuff like that. Really shitty. Yeah. Can you imagine like your mom was right there? That's insane. Yeah, it's fucked up. I don't even have any other word for it. <laughs> no, that's a really fucking shitty situation. Yeah. And I feel bad for the people running back and forth down to like the fucking catacombs of the earth looking through these fucking files. Mm-hmm. What a shit job. Yeah. So the Bon Secours <laughs> nuns <laughs> group, <laughs> they are a Catholic medical health care system. They own the original nuns. Yes. Now they're like nurses. Now they're doing what they wanted to do. Okay. They aren't they like ninety years old? No, this is a huge group. This is a corporation now. I'm asking you if it was these nuns. Oh no. Um. So in the documentary, there's a woman. She goes into an event. I don't know in Limerick. I've been to Limerick. Yeah. So she goes there because they were having a youth event. So she was like, yeah, you know, you guys fucked up. Like, what do you think is happening? And they were like, well, we're like surprised and like, what's the word that they use? Um, what did you say when you're surprised but in a bad way? I don't know. I forget. But then now we're like, fuck, this is a word that I need to use. They didn't seem terribly empathetic. Exactly. And they were like, we're just waiting to see what they're the official. Like, ver- but I'm asking the question, how connected are they to these nurses? They are alive. Because how um, connected is this medical group to the original group of nurses? Oh, OK, I don't think the nurses like, this, can you I knock on the door here and be like, wow, you guys really fucked no, up. No, they're like, in the order. That seems a little that seems like a stretch. To yeah, me. yeah, no, I'd no, be no, like, no, Listen, no. hon, I just started here a month ago. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. They're in the other part because this one guy called where they were. Yeah. And she was like, I have this old old nuns here. They're like fucking dying because they're fucking old. And they're <laughs> like, you are causing pain and stress to them. Yeah. And like they cannot even talk. So why the fuck am I going to ask her the questions? Yeah, you're too late. Yes. They were in like um, where none lives. They're not in a medical stuff. Yeah. They're like away. But I'm saying like, are they, did they, did this healthcare system come from Yes, because them? they was, yes, because they closed or their Or from the church and state people that owned them because they didn't seem to be making many of their own decisions. They were told to do this. No, the bon they left anything that had to do work taking care of people and uh-huh. they went into medical stuff. They became a medical thing. These nurses at that time. And then after that, they just expanded into something bigger. Okay. Yeah. So they were like, we're done with babies. Yes. But it was these ladies that went out and yes, yes, yes. put on their hiking boots and, mm-hmm. and scaled the mountain. Yeah work so if you go into a secure building right now you cannot go be like bitches because nobody there has yeah. <laughs> there is somewhere else none of them with their own babies yeah um so they own 
manage and invest in 19 acute care hospitals. Uh-huh. It has one psych hospital, five nursing homes, 14 home care hospitals in seven states in the United States. Seven stated in the U.S.? No, seven states. That was a mistake. And I actually found out like how much are they worth. So is this like their stats only in the United States? or is Yes, it- only in the United States. Oh, okay. So in the United States, they have 19 acute care hospitals. Mm-hmm. That's, okay. Yeah. And they're like, they even say, what, what is the MI? Mississippi. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's where they have their headquarters. That makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even trying to be shitty because no. like down there, like they're, they have like people that speak French. Um, makes, it, that makes it sense. kind of makes a lot of sense. And like um, Louisiana and shit. Okay, Where the fuck yeah, is Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mississippi is next to Louisiana, right? Yes. Yeah, I think there's like a lot of French speaking like colonies. From yes, there. yes. So if, if they because not that they have uh, to be French speaking like Bon Secours, but like if you go because if the, after they expanded, they went everywhere. So yeah, they went where they were like cut connections and stuff. So yeah, that's the end. like well, they're like worth billions. This well, yeah, that's a lot of fucking yeah. But I don't think the 90-year-old nuns are... They're not dying. Yeah. Happily. Eating fruits. Eating fruits? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> that's what they're into. That was it. Thank you for coming to my tech talk. Please. Yeah. It was sad. I didn't put a lot of... I didn't say a lot of their testimony. I was like, oh, yeah, that's fucked up. Uh, yeah, no. Mm. I watch, I'm like, I can give you a little synopsis of my video. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's basically all that same shit. <laughs> except, like, they showed some pictures. They showed, like, yes. the kids standing around. Mm-hmm. Um, but they kept showing this guy who was walking around, like, the courtyards, like, in the, near the housing. And he was talking about, like, I think he was there that day. Or was like in a group of kids around that day when somebody like fell in the hole, and maybe he knew the person that fell in the hole. He was one of them. Yeah, and he was like talking, and that was basically the video. Yeah, he was one of them yeah. that fell into the hole, and that that was all. Mm. And he was like, that was back in seventies or something. Yeah, uh, when I was like, I watched one time. Like, I wanted to say this when I, we did this episode. One time, me and my family we used to watch movies. You together. fell on a fucking hole. Uh, I never have. Wow. Um, I thought this was going to get dark. No, it's going to get dark. Look what I want to tell you. So we used to watch movies together on Saturdays. And I don't know. We always pick the weirdest thing to watch. And we just always like watch. It will be awkward movies. And we just sat there. The skin I live in. Something like that. Yeah. So we ended up watching this movie, The Magdalene's. And it's about the Magdalene laundries. Uh-huh. And it's like the same thing. So this movie is based on four survivors of the house. So the four of them have like horrible lives. Not life. Yeah. Yeah, life. So one of them by 15 was raped by the cousin. They're like, oh my God, you got raped. You need to go there. One was like, you're too pretty. Are you fucking kidding me? The one of them was, you're too pretty. You're going to commit sin and get pregnancy was sent there to the laundries. And the movie is like crazy because the, I think this documentary was very soft into the abuse. And I don't think because I think the point was more 
let's fucking open this and give people let people healed instead of they were not focusing too much in the abuse which yeah is, i think it was more about where are these lost children yes it was and then so this movie was like what they actually left there and like all the abuse the nonsense the priests saw the priests came and did whatever they wanted with the girls they could, could were pregnant and they will never leave because you they get getting pregnant by the priest oh um they one of them in the movie one escapes the last one 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 cousin comes and rescue one two were like let out because they were like doing the impossible to be thrown out and they get thrown out and one of them was like trying she was like okay this is my life and then one day she I remember that scene. She was just walking to throw out something and then like very far, far into the like the back of the house. And she sees uh, like a like a hole, like a street, not a street, like a an alley. Yeah. But this is in the country. So she sees like, a, I don't know why I'm out of words today. I'm going to say a highway. So she sees like a highway <laughs> and she stares at it. And there's like a, a little spot that she can literally just walk up. Uh-huh. And she does. And that's how she escapes. Just by chance. I think it's an alley. It's not an alley. Are you sure? Yes. A space between two buildings where you can leave? No, it wasn't a building. This is in the country. This is like super open. So I don't think there'd be a highway. No, it's not a highway. I just can't <laughs> find the word for it. A road? Yes, a road. <laughs> Sorry for the people that just yell into it. Yeah, a road. Oh, I thought it was going to be more complicated than that. Yeah. Um, but like they show like the abuse. And she I'm just like, walks down the road. She huh. ran. Yeah. But like she doesn't know how long it is. No. And you're in the country. Yeah. Oh, I think it says. That could be a hefty fucking jog. I think she makes it out and she becomes a nurse. That has nothing to do with the amount of time she had to jog down this road. I know, poor thing. But I think if you want to live, you're going to run for days and you don't think you want to notice. The adrenaline, maybe. I sure as fuck would. And maybe you're just going to like pass out after. But at least you'll die outside that fucking house. This reminds me of a book I read. Okay. Did we do it on the podcast? I don't know. Tell me the name first. The wordsmith or something like that. The fuck. Fingersmith. The fingersmith. We didn't read it yet. We have it in the list. Oh, do we? Yeah. It's a hefty fucking book. But she's in a place like that where there's like women taking care of them. I can't remember if they're nuns. I don't think they are. But it's like a home for girls or women or blah, blah, blah. Like um, the insane. Mm -hmm. And she gets like conned into it mm-hmm. it's really fucked up mm-hmm. i don't want to ruin it because it would actually be a great it'll be a two episode piece because the book is actually in two very distinct parts so it's, it's oh, good okay, for that okay. but like when she escapes she walks down a road with the person she escaped with or a person that helped her escape or something and they walk for fucking days. That's why I was thinking, like, you know how long that is? And, like, they barely <laughs> even made it. They had yeah. to end up, they, like, ended up stealing stuff from a house or something like that. Like, it yeah. It was a journey. And she went on it. She ended up with somebody else, thank- thankfully. Yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking, like, this poor girl could have been walking yeah. fucking forever by herself. Yeah, true. So it was legitimate. 
like we're talking bloody feet by the time you get where you're going so this woman the one that the four survivors that they made this movie into they watched the movie and they, the movie is like gruesome to watch because it's just sexual assault and like all that shit and like being hit it's not a like got it you're not gonna enjoy it <laughs> and, i wasn't gonna watch it yeah and they were like yes he could do a good job but it was like uh it was worse Huh? I was like, what so the people who actually lived through the abuse said the movie was worse. No, that, that what they lived. Oh, was that worse. what they lived. They, was like worse. he did a good job. He did what we said to him. He translated it well in the movie. But yeah, it was worse. Of that. course, it's gonna be worse yeah. in person. Yeah, and yeah, and you you have to make it watchable. Yeah. Other than that, like people are not gonna watch it. It will be too hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah, Gabriella. I keep touching. I'm not. It's been like more than a year. You should learn how to use the microphone. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's it for me. All right, yeah. yeah. That was also it for me in my little video synopsis. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, I think it was like a little trailer for it. Like, like, a, like a long trailer. Yeah, I think that's how yeah. I, I found that out. Like a little like, trailer. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't very little. It was absolutely like an 8 to 15 minute <laughs> video that's an intro i was watching it with like it was just like because you know like videos kept playing and i kept like getting deeper and deeper into the hole but it had like it started with like ethics and maybe the stuff like the testing in guatemala when they were giving them mm-hmm. um stis and stuff yeah as experiments it started like with something like that and then I just like snowballed into one depressing thing after another. But yeah, I, I recognized that name as soon as I saw it and was like, I, I know that. Uh-huh. I feel like I told you about it, but really? n- I didn't tell you, oh, and blah, blah, blah. And Galway, I was like, oh, I watched this video the other day. Oh, uh, okay, it, okay. Like okay. absolutely nothing. Uh, not enough for you to be like, oh, maybe. Okay. Certainly not. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, that was fantastic. Thank you for that, Gabriella. Thank you. I'm going to have nightmares tonight. <laughs> Can you make sure to pick something even more morbid next time? Yeah, I'll do my best. All right. Well, the next book's going to be Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Finally. By Philip K. Dick. This has been on our list for like (laughs) eons, eons. And Gabriella finally made it a book club pick. Yes, I did. So we actually read it. Well, you're going to have to actually read the book. I know. I'm going to do a summary. I can do it. No, I I, I don't mind doing the summary. Okay. You took too long. You're busy. I'll do it. In your whole face. In my whole face. Ho. Face. That you go. I'm not hoeing. I'm dating. I don't know. That ho that's hoeing. It's it's not. It's not hoeing. (laughs) It is No. I wanna call it that. Why? Because I don't want to accept it. Because I'm being you right now. Too much, me. <laughs> oh my god, can we finish this? I'm sweating. Yeah, okay, so we're gonna do that. We don't know when it's gonna be a surprise. I love the way you put that. Yeah, so hang on tight. Um, so while you wait, oh, you right, can. sorry. No, that's fine. I'll say it. I'll say it. Go for it. Go for it. While you wait, you can follow us on Instagram at podcast podcast or email us at. Podcast at gmail.com. 
No, you fucked that up. That's okay. Listen to the other it's, episodes. It's book, it's book and, gossip. And what did I say? Book club? No, you said, no. It's book gossip podcast at gmail.com. You said like book gossip gmail <laughs> podcast.com or some shit. <laughs> I'm done speaking English. Um, oh, you can finish up in Spanish. No, that's okay too. I, I've been saying words so weird lately. Like water. I keep saying that so weird. How are you saying it? I don't know. Like, I can't do it if I'm prompted. But, like, I'll be talking to somebody and they're like, what'd you say? I'm like, water. Water. No, not even, like, with an accent. It's, like, the way I'm stretching out the A, like, the like the W-A part is just so odd. You don't even, like, notice that to somebody. Yeah, I don't know. It's so weird. Um. Anywho, uh, please rate and review us if you're not too frustrated. Yeah. With our I think you can. Schedule. Even if you are. You can do it. I mean, nobody likes a bad review. No, 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 no. No, nobody. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.